0: What's babbling? Good job! That was so good! And now I don't know what the topic is, though. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you what the topic was. I mentioned it in the last episode. But anyway, this is Psycho Babbles with Miranda and Out Lauren JJ. We're going to replace her with JJ for now. Um, this is the podcast from my class, Psychological Effects of the Internet, where I talk, o- talk about the topics I'm learning and JJ responds with his own thoughts um so yeah this is episode 39 we're gonna be talking about social support online um so to start off this episode we will be talking about tumblr have you ever used tumblr jj no yeah tumblr was a big thing when i was like young and i honestly love tumblr Like, the people are so funny. They're so funny. They're hilarious. Um, And they're just, like, so supportive and so welcoming. But basically, Tumblr is, like, where you can make posts about, like, whatever the heck you want. Um, But a lot of people, like, will post on there about their interests and, like, their fandoms. Um, and so, like, people share a similar interests, they can bond over it, um, and they can share, like, fan art, or just, like, anything else they want with others in that community. And, like, as you know, I was obsessed with Percy Jackson, right? Yeah. Um, and so when I was in middle school, people were all over Tumblr, and they would post <laughs> the coolest drawings, and they would, like, make their own characters, and they would design, like, the cabins for Percy Jackson, and then they would... Pre- Like, they'd have their characters, and they would, like, have quizzes about who their godly parent was, and, like, they'd make up all these stories. Like, there'd be this community. Um, and I was a proud Hermes daughter. Loved it. I haven't taken any quizzes recently. Um, but yeah, that was the parent I always got. So I was a Hermes person. Like, yeah. God of mischief. What? Like the Hermes boots. Hermes boots? What is that? Oh, never mind. Oh, you mean, like, his shoes? The flying shoes? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I always got him on quizzes. I feel like you would be- who would be your godly parent? Um. Huh. <laughs> I- hmm, well you wouldn't be Poseidon because we can't swim. Maybe I'd- maybe I'd be Hades. <laughs> Why would you be Hades? Do you talk to ghosts? Do you do you, do you connect with death? I don't know, do I? I don't think so. Maybe when I'm not conscious. Maybe. You could be um, a son of um, Dionysus, the god of wine. You drink a lot of wine, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, this kid's always drunk. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time with the schnapps? Yeah. Oh my God, the schnapps... <laughs> Should we give them context for that or should we just leave it? We just leave it. Just leave they it. No context. I could see you yeah, being I don't... I'm trying to what? think. I could see you being a son of Apollo. Who's Apollo? Apollo like the, moon the... Mission? what? No, Apollo's like, like the moon mission. Honestly, that moon mission name doesn't make sense because Apollo's sister Artemis was the moon. Apollo's the sun. But yeah, he's like the god of like healing and music and like sunlight and stuff. Um, and I feel like you're a pretty bright person. What does that mean? Like smart? What? Oh, no. If you were smart, if you were smart, then I might say that you were a son of Athena. If you were smart, though. Only if. Yeah. Yeah. If <laughs> only. Um, otherwise maybe Aphrodite could be your mom. You're a pretty good looking dude, all the girls want you. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Don't make that face at me. He just gave me absolute W Riz. Light skin stare. Light skin stare, that's what it was. Um let's see. Greek gods and goddesses. Like how we off topic. Yeah, we're not on topic right now, but I want to figure this out. I don't like see no. you, I don't see you at all as a son of Ares. Like, you're not aggressive enough for that. Um, No, I'm really feeling Apollo for you. Like the sun one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Also, I'm going based off of like Percy Jackson, which is not a hundred percent accurate. Um, let me. Hey, that's really loud. Is that really your whistle? Wow, I wasn't even doing it that loud. I was saying it was coming through pretty loud, and it was like, wow. Oh, um, okay. So listen, Apollo is the god. Excuse me, I'm trying to talk. Okay. Apollo is the god of protection of the young. His children are often inclined to protect and to defend those younger than them. Um, children of Apollo are usually in better moods during the day and enjoy waking up early, which you did for a little bit there. You used to wake up pretty early. Yeah. Um... Children of Apollo are natural shots and generally have good vision. Okay. Yeah, you're the only one of us that has good vision. Also, you, you learned how to use the bow and arrow. Kind of. Yeah, only kind of though. Um, otherwise, you know how I said I was a daughter of Hermes? I honestly could also see you um, as being a Hermes kid. That way we could still, maybe we could still be related then. What do you need to be a Hermes kid? I'm gonna look it up real quick. Okay. Um, it says children of Hermes usually have, okay, well this is just describing what they look like, because it says usually have sharp noses, upturned eyebrows, and mischievous grins. (laughs) Um, children of Hermes are even more athletic than most demigods. That sounds like you. Um, children of Hermes tend to be good inventors, only paling to children of Hephaestus. And I don't see you as being a son of Hephaestus. Um, who's Hephaestus? He's the one that, like, builds stuff. He's, like, the mechanic. Um, children of Hermes are considered to be the jacks of all trades. I see. Yeah. No, I can see it, because we're very similar, JJ. So, like, I can see if my trades get me to be a child of Hermes. Um, then you could be a child of Hermes, too. Yeah. So Except for uh, never mind, that was the other one. One? No, it was just the trait that the other god had.
1: The other,
0: oh, the Apollo? Yeah, I could see you going Apollo or Hermes, either one. Yeah. Um, so glad we figured that out. <laughs> That's yeah, not yeah, even we get back on topic Yeah, now. we should get back on topic now. I even said that this episode beforehand. I was like this shouldn't take that long and it's almost been 10 minutes already. Nice. Um so anyway, um yeah, so Tumblr, that's the main thing. Um yeah. depending on who you talk to, which maybe not for you because I imagine a lot of kids your age may not even know what Tumblr is. probably not yeah but sometimes it gets a bad rap like people think it is cringy and they don't understand how people can be such good friends with complete strangers because a lot of people are friends with each other on tumblr because they share similar interests um but people who there was this tumblr post and so a tumblr user was explaining how people who aren't part of the tumblr community don't really understand how fundamental part of online friendships is how comforting it is to have friends right there with you like at all times um and so like they keep you company in good and bad times they listen to your rants they let you vent um and while they're supportive they're also offering an outside perspective to like maybe issues you're having like in real life like they can offer you, like, a pr- perspective you may have never seen before, you know? Um, and yeah. they relate it to, like, a little friend in your pocket. little pocket friend. Um, like Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. So you're alone, but you need some support. Pocket friend. There's nobody your around. Conscience. Yeah. There's nobody around to tell your important story to. Pocket friend. You want to let your feelings out, but don't want to ugly cry in front of others. Pocket friend. Pocket friend pocket friend um so yeah it's kind of like an infomercial right there like advocating for a pocket friend yeah um but yeah so these were all the points that they made in the post and they're very good points you know um so like on tumblr they call each other mutuals and i swear the way these people interact with each other is adorable and so sweet like they don't personally know each other but they are best friends they're so supportive um and i love the community honestly it was amazing um i don't really use tumblr anymore but i'd be curious to kind of see what it's turned into yeah um so yeah so all of this shows how important social support can be and i personally agree about the social support because luckily there's there's four of us right plus mom and dad so there's six of us all together so i constantly feel like i have social support and i feel like this is again in high school like i didn't have a lot of friends i didn't go out and hang out with a lot of people um and i didn't really need that you know because i always had you i always had alexis um i guess i kind of had tyler even though i'm pretty sure he hated me when we were kids um like now we get along great um but our personalities yeah Yeah, i would say because our personalities kind of clashed Um, and then, like, I always have mom and dad to talk to, um, but yeah, so right there, social support can be amazing, or it is amazing, and it's so important, um, and the internet can provide that for people, you know, so maybe people who aren't as close with their family as we are, or may not have as many siblings, that kind of stuff, um, so yeah, the real juicy part of this episode, um, is actually in the study that I had to read, because I'm always reading studies, Um, And this concerns social support and stigma in postnatal mental illness, mental, mental illness internet forums. So I'm going to explain this because I originally wrote this episode as if I was going to be talking to Lauren. um, And I know Lauren knows what postnatal mental illness is, but I'm assuming you don't. So I'm going to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. So postnatal mental illness is basically like, um, like, feelings of depression or anxiety in mothers after they've just given birth. Um, and this can be really scary for a lot of women because sometimes they, they, like, they may just be so stressed and so overwhelmed that, like, they can, they can almost, like, picture themselves, like, harming their child, when they're crying or like they just can't handle anymore like they can see themselves hurting their child um and it can be really scary because i think deep down they they know they're like i love my child like i gave birth to this human being and i love them but in their head like there's a part of them that's telling them i want to harm my child you know um and it can be really really scary and so the purpose of this study was exactly what the title says which was explore online social support for postnatal mental illness, along with how women experience stigma and the potential disadvantages of using internet forums. Um, so with the postnatal mental illness, about 10 to 20% of women experience some form of depression or anxiety. Um, and so, like I said, they may have really bad thoughts during this time. Um, and like, it's just so terrifying to think... Like, not that I'm scared of the women themselves. Like, I'm scared, like, how could they do that to their child? It's more terrifying in the sense of imagining how scared I would be if I was having those thoughts. Because, um, again, like I said, you know you love your child, but your brain is telling you to, like, hurt them. And you have to resist that. And I just feel terrible for mothers who have to go through that. And I, I imagine it's very mentally draining um yeah and then having to deal with that on top of dealing with a newborn um like all of it just sounds exhaust- mentally exhausting um but anyway there's a lot of stigma that they face because they have these thoughts um and that stigma can delay them from getting help and this can be because they may not want to be seen as bad mothers or they may internalize the stigma and apply like negative thoughts to themselves. And then they feel embarrassed. So they want to go get, they don't want to go get help. Um, And so to look into this, uh, the researchers performed semi-structured interviews to explore women's experiences of using forums when they were experiencing postnatal mental illness. Um, And so this is like them going online to seek social support online. Um, And so their results found two major themes um, and one of them was social support and stigma. And the second one was disadvantages of forum use. Um, and then there were subca- subcategories within those. So we'll start with the social support, the first one. Um, so social support included anonymous and non judgmental support. Okay. So most experienced reduced feelings of inadequacy and perceived stigma because nobody knew who they were. Um, People couldn't directly judge them personally, Um, and there was really no stigma when all these women were going through similar things. Um, They also didn't feel like they were alone anymore. They developed understanding of their symptoms, and they saw others had those same thoughts, and this enabled them to challenge their own internal stigma, um, and they could really realize that they're not to blame. There was also a hope for recovery because they could talk to people who made it through their own postnatal mental illness, Um, so they could see that there was, like, a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and then even when they weren't, like, actively participating in the forum, women still felt supported by reading the stories of others. Um, and then, so yeah, um, right there, it sounds like the social support is a very good thing for people. Um, but then the second part, they also found that there were disadvantages of the forums. Um... And just that, that there were times where the forums did more harm than good. So the first subcategory here was forum moderators. So we kind of talked about this with, like, um, uh, like moderators on Twitch. Um, and so, like, despite there being a trustworthy atmosphere, there were still some people who were, like, very judgmental, and they could just write horrible things. And, like, that's a terrible place to be writing it when these women are looking for social support. Um, But yeah, when people would read these, like, it could make them feel worse about their situation, you know? Um, And when that happened, there was nothing taking those comments down, and it could just make all of the feelings just worse. Uh, Oh my god. Stop, you're distracting me. We should not have been a- we're- we're- we're face- oh my god. We're chatting on Snapchat, and he's using all the face filters, and it's throwing me off a little bit i'm sorry i should probably keep you focused yeah i'm trying to get through this episode because don't forget we're doing one more after this so we're trying to get through we're grinding these episodes
1: out. yeah we're getting them
0: done professor (laughs) professor Professor. um okay so the next one the second subcategory is knowing when to use those forums so some women were finding that knowing others were going through the same thing brought on more negative thoughts which obviously didn't help them feel better about their situation because they were trying to feel more positive. Um, but it kind of only, like, being on those forums, like, seeing so many other people going through the same things, like, kind of made it worse just for them. reminded them of their bad situation. Yeah. Um, so it really depends on the person. And it's hard to know before you use the forum, like, whether it will help or not, you know. Um, and so it kind yeah. of sucks because if you're someone who it makes you feel worse, like, you have to experience – feeling worse to realize that the forums don't really help you out, you know? Um, so that was all for the results. And these findings were actually really consistent with previous research. Um, and then it even extended the research by finding the disadvantages of social support. Um, but in the end, I think the study just again proved how helpful online social support can be. Because I mean, it, it can be anonymous, so you don't feel judged. Um, and you can find so many other people who relate to you, like, they understand what you're going through, um, so you don't feel like you're alone in it. Um, and again, this episode, like, it just really makes me want to go back to the good old days when, when Percy Jackson Tumblr was huge. Um, like, like I said, maybe I should go look back into it and see what's going on, because, um, with the new show coming out, I'm curious to see if people are feeling rejuvenated or, or if there's a new crop of Percy Jackson fans. Um, like new they, out there. yeah, like when I was their age, like the kids that were that age now, because I'd be about your age. I was reading Percy Jackson when I was in fifth grade, and then I read it through middle school. Or I didn't read it through middle school. I finished the whole thing in fifth grade, and then I read the last book in sixth grade of the Heroes of Olympus series. So yeah, big Percy yeah. Jackson fan here, um, but I'll have to do some research on that. Um, but yeah, that's all for this episode. The next one will be. Uh, completely different from this one. JJ and I already recorded it. Um, Cats. He was very excited about this one. Um, So stay tuned for that. Bye. Say bye, JJ. Bye. This episode of Psychobabbles is sponsored by...